It's not always the big things that change the world. It's the small acts of kindness that happen repeatedly over a lifetime that make the world a better place. So every week we share a story of someone like you who is doing good in the world in their own way. Welcome to Doing Good with Carmen Herbert. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Doing Good. I'm your host, Carmen Herbert, and today on the podcast, I am so excited to have Corey Andrews. For those of you who don't know who Corey is, he is the founder of High Five Live, which has over 20 million views on the videos him and his team have produced, which is incredible. He loves jamming on his ukulele, watching Emperor's New Groove with his kids, and eating refrigerated Cheez-Its, which, Corey, what, please explain this to me. Why would you put your Cheez-Its in the refrigerator? Yeah, so I tell everyone it's it's scientific, actually. Because I it, Because it's cheese? Like, yeah. refrigerate cheese? Mm-hmm. If, it, if it is made of, out of 100% real cheese, like it's marketed, right, then I would prefer my cheese to be slightly chilled rather than lukewarm. Uh, like so I tried it out, and it was amazing, and it'll change your life. And we could pretty much, like, as far as doing that, we could end it right there. And That's I, it. Where, yeah. It, refrigerate your cheeses. <laughs> That's the day, and that will do you so much good. <laughs> oh, yeah. Change your life. Okay, so I have to, are you a Cheez Its purist? My favorite is half sharp cheddar, half Parmesan. Ooh, that's that's daring. I I love the original. Okay. I like the what is it? I can't remember what they're called now. I feel I feel like I'm letting my Cheez It people down. <laughs> uh, the the slightly well done or like oh, yeah, more well done. I like those ones, and white cheddar is pretty good too. I I like it all. Do you like the buffalo? The buffalo is pretty good. That's my husband's favorite is their buffalo Cheez-Its. I don't know if I've tried the buffalo. They sell out so fast. You, like if you mm. see them in the store, you have to snag them. Like, hey, now, they sell out. They're just like that buffalo wild wing flavored sauce. Yeah. I, I don't even know. It's I like them okay. The mm-hmm. Parmesan sharp cheddar is my favorite, but my husband, yeah. that's, that's his very favorite. I like a little spicy. So look at you doing some good too. Like... <laughs> See, it just we're gonna change your lives by just telling you what cheese it's you should eat. These are important things. Your snacks are important. They make you happy. Yes. Who makes you happy? Corey, you also recently completed your master's degree. Is it recently now? Your bio says recently. How long has it been since you've completed your master's degree in family and human development? I'm still celebrating that I finished. So yeah, it's recently enough. I'm because uh, it's been like four years, but I'm still celebrating. Oh, completed it, so. that, that is huge. Honestly, like I getting a master's degree is and and bless your sweet wife. Like that yeah. is no joke. Going back to school, studying, study groups, all that stuff is no joke. So congratulations. That is awesome. Thank you. Yep, loved it. And you've also been a religious educator for 10 years and have enjoyed speaking at FSY, formerly known as EFY, BYU Education Week and other youth events. So are you going to be at FSY this summer? Yeah. And in fact, I got to tell you, this last summer, I got to be a part of a pilot program for FSY that was absolutely incredible. So because it was the, they only did a couple and ours was the last one. We actually had the whole general young women's presidency there all week and the whole general young men's presidency there all week. So we were hanging out with Brad Wilcox and, and Sister Corden and and uh, just incredible. FSY and how the leaders of the church are involved in coordinating and, and running and organizing this. It's it's unbelievable. It is, it is going to be EFY and, and better and more. And 
So my wife and I got to go and, and session direct for that week and, and just fell in love with the youth and, and the program. And, and even the, especially I think those incredible YSAs who were there volunteering and, and helping yeah. out. And so any YSAs or YSA mom or dad out there, let your, uh, let your kids know and, and get involved in, in FSY. It is a life-changing experience. I was going to ask, is it a calling or do you volunteer? Like, how do you become involved in it or session directors? If there's parents listening, they're like, oh my gosh, I would love to do that. And maybe if I am more involved, my kids would be more likely to want to go. And our ward just got the bid. So we get to go this summer and we are so excited that we get to go. Our stake, I mean, gets to go. So how does that work if people want to become more involved? So yeah, if, if an, uh, a YSA wants to be involved, there's a couple options actually, from what I understand this next summer is, is there will be an option if you want to kind of make it your job all summer, there is a paid option. But for those who are busy or already have a job or have other things going on during the summer, you can just choose to do it for a week or two. And that would be at a volunteer kind of calling uh, okay. type basis. And you would go and be there with people who've done it before, right? So they wouldn't just throw you into the fire, but you'd be yeah. around people who'd done it before. And I had the opportunity as a, as a, a young man, uh, just off my mission to be an EFI counselor. And it seriously was the perfect transition for me of, you know, getting from teaching the gospel full-time on my mission and like transitioning, coming home and, and, and getting still to teach the gospel and hanging out with the youth, which I love, but then also talking to the girls and, and actually that's how I ended up getting connected with my wife. So it worked out. Oh, so there's, there's lots of, lots of good things that can come from being involved with, with FSY. That is so cool. And then how did you get involved being a session director with your wife? So now session directors are assigned from seminaries and institute teachers. So, so those who are, are teaching institute or seminary are invited to come and participate. It's kind of part of our full-time gig now. So. Oh, that is so cool. So we got we got lucky and, and got invited and, and had so much fun. And how cool that it was with, I mean, the Young Women's Presidency and Young Men's General Presidency, like that is just like once in a lifetime. That is so neat. What would you say for parents that are listening that are wondering if, if it's worth it to send their kids or, it, you know, for a week? And my kids don't seem like they're super excited about gospel stuff right now. Like, how would this benefit their life? Why, why this? Ooh, what a great question. I think, I, I think you're right, right? That it's summertime and there's other things that they feel like they could be doing. And sometimes it means they, you know, can't hang out with their friends or can't work or, you know what I mean? There's, there's lots of reasons that uh, someone might feel like, oh, this uh, FSY is kind of a burden, but it is a party. Like it is a lot of fun. And I think, I think that's one of the things that, that I love about FSY and, and the tours that I get to do that we'll talk about later is that it helps you realize that you can live the gospel, right? Like, and, and be yeah. good, right? Do good and have fun at the same time. And that's what I, that's what I think I love most about FSY and these types of programs is there's, there's a, there's a mix of that. There's joy and there's fun and, and we can find that together. And in fact, I think that's what God wants for us, right? He wants us to come and, and to have joy and to have fun and, and to get to know new people. And, and that's another wonderful part of, of FSY is all the people you get to know and, and get to love in just such a short time, but you do, right? You'll, you'll leave there loving people that you didn't know, even know before. And so it, uh, that's just a couple, a uh, couple of the gems, but there's really so much more that's, that's so good about that program. 
Well, I EFY quite literally changed my sister's life. She was going through, this was back when it was EFY. And, and I know they're really similar, but she was going through a super rough patch. And my mom signed her up. She's like, you're going to EFY. And she's like, no. She's <laughs> like, you're going no matter what. And she would call her like every day, like, please take me home. Please take me home. I don't want to be here. I don't want to go. And my we live in Bountiful, Utah, and it was in Provo. So my mom's like, I could have easily driven down there. Like it was, you know, 45 minutes away. It wasn't like it was in another state. I could have came and got her. And I just felt like she has to be there. And like on almost like the second to last day, something just clicked. And she's like, it's so hard to even put, like she heard a talk and it was the environment she was in, but it was just like, she just had to be there long enough for her heart to soften. And then once just some little thing, I don't even know if it was a life-changing statement, but something just kind of clicked. And she was like, what am I doing? She came home. She's, my mom said she threw away like all of her short shorts and, and all of her music. And back in the olden days, like when we had CDs and stuff like that. And she like broke up with the boyfriend and she completely, and, and it, and it wasn't like there was anything in her life that was major, but it was just the path that she had was going on. And that EFY, it was like that hinge point and just chunk, set her on this direction instead of another one and literally changed her life. And so I have just, oh, such a, a sweet spot in my heart for EFY, for FSY, for all church programs, for the good that they do and for how they honestly can make you a better person. Like it is incredible when you allow yourself to be in an environment where the spirit can speak to you and change you. It's like, it's incredible. Like miracles can happen. So I think it's so awesome that you're involved in that and have been involved in that. Yeah. In my mind, I believe it's a little taste of Zion, like yes. real Zion, where you're just getting this little taste of what it feels like to be there and, and to to be of one heart and one mind, like that type of idea. Yeah. And, and I do. I think there's something about that that, given them the enough amount of time, right, it it softens the heart and it changes. I, I had an experience on a on a church history tour recently where we had these these youth that came in, and when I there there was a couple boys, and when I first like kind of shook their hand, met them for the first time, I just I knew that they they weren't super excited to be there. And I was like, ooh, this might be tough. You're like, I'm getting a vibe. Yep. And they're yeah. like, uh-uh. I don't yeah, Exactly. Exactly. And I was kind of kind of trying to joke with them. And I just knew they're like, this weirdo, who's this talking to Yeah. Like, yeah. This is okay. And we went through a couple of days and they were falling asleep in devotionals and just kind of I could just tell that there was this there was the these little moments throughout the trip where they started to see it started to feel it and they ended up like reaching out and being like this glue that held everybody together reaching out to the the kids that were struggling or having a hard time and and it was so cool to see that flip right like there was just something yes within them and then at the end the very last day they came up to me and one of them was bawling and I was, I thought he was joking at first, right? Like I thought he was like, maybe because everyone else was crying. And I was like, yeah, what? wait. And then, but then I like looked and he like hugged me and I'm like, this is for real. Like he's really crying. And he says, I don't want to go home. I don't know. Oh, right. And I'm just like, oh my. And it was so cool. And I guess like the part, coolest part of that little story is that his, his mom had told us before he came that he wasn't sure about a mission. And just like a week ago, he got his mission call. So. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh my goodness. And you know, I was going to say, you know, behind every one of those boys, there was a mom back home just mm-hmm. praying her heart out. Please yep. let him feel something. Please let this change him. Yep. And just pleading for that. And oh, and, and now look like his trajectory too of his life. That's, yes. it must be so awesome, Corey, to be involved in something that you can literally watch lives being changed by the gospel. So tell me, tell me kind of how, where the idea came from, from High Five Live, which eventually has led to these tours that are changing lives. Where did you come up with this idea and, and why? Yeah, it's kind of a long story. I'll keep it, I'll keep it somewhat brief here. But after I got hired as a a full-time seminary teacher, I got hired out of Idaho and they moved us down here to, to Utah and I loved it. I just fell in love with it. It was kind of my dream job and, and loved everything about it. But I felt like something was missing and it was weird, right? Cause I was like this, no, this is it. Like I've, I've gotten to my dream job and, yeah. and so I, but I couldn't like, I couldn't shake that feeling that something, I, there was something more I was supposed to be doing and, and I fought it for a little while. And then uh, I just felt drawn to social media and YouTube and I started watching videos that people were doing that were, you know, sharing good. And I got inspired and reached out to a couple of them. Like, how do you do this? You know, I, I had no video work experience or anything like that, but reached out to a few and, and they were so kind and willing to share ideas. Like in that space, there, there wasn't like this competition, right? It was like, yeah. we want to share good and help other people share good. And so that yeah. was just, I loved that feeling, and and then I got involved and invited to to some of uh, like the church's influencer programs, and and got to know some of those people, and decided, you know what, I'm I'm gonna just jump in. I and I bought a whole bunch of video equipment, and I started filming people, and I made a couple of videos, and then got invited to to help with the first ever light the world program, and made another video for that, and and I loved it, but it was so much, it was so time consuming. And I was, I was reaching out to people. I was setting up the equipment. I was filming, I was editing, and it was just like so much of my time. And I had a couple little kids at that point and I was about to start my master's. And so I thought, you know, this has been fun, but I gotta, I gotta figure out something new. It was right around the time that live video was kind of starting to be more of a thing on Facebook, their, their live video. And so I decided, you know what, what if instead of, you know, I can, maybe I can skip some of like the editing and the reaching out if. I just shared videos live online. It was especially helpful for me because I'm a little bit of a perfectionist. So whenever I edit anything, it takes like extra, extra time. Yeah. <laughs> but live video, you're just stuck with whatever you did, you know? Whatever. Yes. Yep. Yes. And so I thought maybe that'll kind of help, right? Some of my weaknesses. And uh, I reached out to a, a, a buddy of mine and I kind of told him the idea. And he's like, you have to do that. And once I, once I realized that maybe there would be some other people, I reached out to a couple other friends and we started High Five Live. And the idea originally was just, hey, us five people who are teach- right, teachers by nature, we'll just share a message every day and see how that goes. And then we started inviting guests. And from there, it kind of took off as we invited guests to come on and, and share messages. And and uh, that was that was so much fun to see, you know, that it was it. It was meeting a need for some. In fact, yes. one little, one little quick story. I was at my daughter was super sick and and struggling, and and we realized that it was something had to do with her tonsils. So she had to go. She had we had to take her in to get her tonsils out. 
while we're there, I meet this nurse and she kind of kept like looking at me funny. And I was like, why should she look? <laughs> and then finally she looked up and she's like, you're the high five live guy. And I'm like, yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, and then she's like, I am so thankful for high five live because the nature of my job, I don't have the opportunity to go to church very often. Oh, I yeah. work on a lot of Sundays, but it's a way that I found right online to be able to connect with God on a daily wow. basis. And that was like just one, one little sweet experience that, that helped me feel like, okay, I'm, I'm doing some, a little bit of good. And it's not just me too. I hope that I made that clear, right? That it is, it is a team of people and an army really now at this point with how many people we've invited and Carmen, I know you've been on and shared yes. before and we we're going to have you on again, right? I'd love to. And so just this army of people that, that have given of their time and, and of their talents and of their stories and of their heart really uh, yeah. to share something uplifting. Well, and something that's so cool about it, Corey, is that it's, you know, you started off and you're like, oh, what should I be doing? And, 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 and you tried, you know, all this stuff and, and it wasn't working out and you're like, what, how can I shift? And I think that's so important because in life, sometimes we think, I don't know, we have to do something big or we have to do what everyone else is doing and it has to look a certain way. And you have this unique idea that's like, Hey, let's do shorter things. Let's have guests come on just short little messages every day that can inspire and help. And I'm sure there were times that you thought, is anyone even going to care? Is anyone even going to watch? Like, maybe this was a dumb idea. Maybe I shouldn't do it. But that Heavenly Father can use all of us and our unique talents and gives us ideas that 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 are unique and special to what we can do and what we can offer. And it doesn't have to look like anyone else's thing, anyone else's podcast, anyone else's social media message. Like, everyone is needed. And And, and I think when we get the idea out of our minds that it's a competition or we're competing for space or how can people watch mine more than anyone else's and that we, we truly are just all out there sharing good in our capacity that not only is, is is that where we'll be and I hate to use the word successful but but more so that we will have the ability to touch more lives yep. through through that you know and not, not like you know success and yes we do want to have success in the things we do but that we will be able to bless more people's lives when we when we're authentic to who we are and what we can offer and that it's it, it's about just doing what we can yeah. to share good yeah and that there's an abundance of goodness to be done and to be had yes. right? to be experienced and that's yes. actually something one of my favorite guests uh, or at least the ones i was most excited about at ever to have on high five live i sent him an email and he emailed me back and i showed it to my wife and i'm like look who emailed me back and she's like cool it was Steve Young. And my wife was like, yeah, Steve, yeah, cool. And I was like, no, babe. No. Steve, the Steve Young. I was like trying to help her understand. We understand. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, he he ended up coming on and helping us with the uh, uh, High Five Live, like the world thing that we did. And he talked about that idea of abundance. And he talked about his favorite coach, John Walsh, who, who when other coaches got hired by other teams he would give his whole system to them and give it like in a in a package and he'd say here take this with you knowing that he was going to play them and that you know that they were going to compete against each other and he's like but he understood that this idea of abundance and, and just being willing to give what you can that uh, awesome. will come back and because of that he's one of the most successful coaches ever right and oh yeah i think that there there is the right there's some wisdom in that idea of, of abundance and that there's so much good that you have to offer 
Yeah. Right? If you're just willing to to give and then in return, right? And that's what I feel. I feel like what I've offered is as far as like putting out goodness and trying my best to do that. I've been given so much good that yes. it hasn't felt as much like a sacrifice. So. Yes. I, I, and, and I think that's just, that is one of the blessings of the gospel is when we do give of ourselves, it, it seems counterintuitive. And there's obviously a scripture about not running faster than you have strength. But when you give of yourself and, and you offer something that you're always blessed more, you're always given back more than you give. And I found that when I do firesides, when I speak, when I sing, and it's like mm -hmm. you put in so much time and effort into creating a program or creating a talk and creating content. And you're like, is anyone going to care? Is anyone going to listen? And this was a lot of hard work. And, and there have been times where I've showed up for firesides and it's jam packed. So two weeks ago, I spoke at a steak fireside and it was all the way to the back of the cultural hall. Every chair was filled. People were standing in the back. Like it was, you know, it was like, oh, mm -hmm. awesome. There's like hundreds of people and families. The next week I spoke at another fireside and I'm not kidding you. They're the first three rows only. <laughs> and I'm like, same talk, same presentation, same area, this steak. I don't know. Everyone came. The next one I'm like, there are, I text my husband. I said, there are literally seven families here. I counted <laughs> seven families. And then one of them walked in late and is like sitting on the side. But that one touched me so much more. And, and it wasn't about how full it was or how many people were there, but it was, I, I, I didn't, I didn't hold back. I didn't, I, I gave the exact same thing and I was just as, you know, excited and, and, and happy. And and those little families came up to me after and shared some incredible experiences about specific things I said that, that, that they needed to hear. And then a song that I sang at the end, she said, I brought a family here tonight who just lost their brother to cancer. And the song they sang at his funeral was Peace in Christ. And that was the song I sang. And they didn't want to come tonight. And I'm like, just come. So when you sing that, they felt like that song was for them. And that was like from their brother who passed away. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. that. I will never again like murmur about, oh, no one came or no one wanted to see or no one cares what I have to say. Like it wasn't about the amount of people. It was about just the, that, like the one, that one person that needed to hear it, that one person that, that yeah. needed to be there and, and, and changed and changed my life and, and was such an incredible experience for me. Yeah. Um, are you, so with this, with uh, this awesome high five live, you've had opportunities to meet. Oh, and I was going to tell you too with Steve Young. I've had the worst luck with Steve Young, Corey. Like I love him too. And my dad was a huge Steve Young fan. And um, I, I was asked to sing like 15 years ago at an event he had up in Park City. And I was playing my guitar and singing. And for some reason, it, like the, it, there was feedback and it threw me off. And so I started playing some wrong chords and I ended up like stopping and starting a couple of times. It was so awful. I was so nervous. And he was so sweet. He's like, you're amazing. You're doing so good. Like he was, let's give her a round of applause. And I'm like mortified, <laughs> embarrassed. I'm, I'm doing such a bad job. So a few years later, I got asked to come back at a charity event that he was, that he was being honored at. He was getting an award. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is my chance for redemption. Yeah. And I'm going to sing to Steve Young again. And I picked the song Forever Young because, you know. Yeah, yeah. Did there. And it was going so well. And I was like, this is my moment. Like, he's going to tell, like, I'm not a, a complete wreck. And 
at the very end of the song, like like the last chorus, the music cuts out and just went silent and it stopped. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And same thing. He's like clapping, like, you're amazing. Like, same thing. You're good. And so I finished the song acapella forever young. And I'm like going around to the audience and they were singing and it ended up being kind of a cool moment. Like everyone just sang with me acapella, but I'm like, that was my moment of redemption. <laughs> and he was just like, here she is again, just yeah. trying her best. So I think he looks at me as just kind of a mess. Because <laughs> I've never had a good experience performing for Steve Young. So maybe one day, one day I'll be able to see him and meet him again and be like, let me try one more time. Yeah. <laughs> let me perform for you one more time. Um, but that, that that is a good right like just genuine and kind like just a totally in that way yeah and makes you feel like it it like it doesn't even matter and it doesn't like it doesn't even matter but he makes you feel like it's okay but i could t i just felt like there was a little bit of like oh here she goes again just trying her best <laughs> you just can't quite get it together <laughs> steve young if you ever listen to this let me come back and sing for you i will do a private concert for you make sure the sound system works and i know my guitar okay so corey now recently you you've taken this idea of this high five live um, virtual and and now you do these incredible church history tours with families and with seniors that have just graduated high school. So tell us about this transition from sharing these messages virtually to now having this amazing week long event that you do live in person yeah. with people. And how can people, if they're interested in it, what can they do to sign up and tell us kind of what goes on with these incredible tours that you do? Yeah. First, I got to give a shout out to my homeboy, Hank Smith, who some of you may have heard of who are listening to this. I got to go on a couple of church history trips with him and he's kind of the guy who trained me at church history trips go and he is just the, the best of the best. And he is. So love. But we can't tell him that because. Yeah, hopefully he doesn't listen to this, no. but no, he just kind of helped me see, right? Like how fun and how powerful church history can be. In yes. fact, before that, I kind of struggled teaching Doctrine and Covenants, uh, but after I went on one of these, it, it became my favorite to teach and to study. And and I just love uh, this year has been just a dream for me. Come oh, yeah. or this last year, and as uh, COVID hit, I was kind of with with everybody else, just kind of struggling and and wishing I didn't have to be at home all the time. And and we went through most of the year, and I was actually supposed to do a, a church history trip that summer, right? But obviously, that was canceled with everything. Yeah, this, it was canceled. Yeah. And uh, towards the end of the summer, I, I was talking with two of my team members, Pam Ackerman and Dave Palmer, and I just said, man, I wish there was something we could do to maybe just uplift those who are stuck at home and do some good, right? And and we came up with this idea. What if we said so we can't go take a whole group of people on tour, but what if just a few of us did a virtual church history tour? And, and we kind of loved that idea and reached out to some really nice people, uh, a bunch of really nice people who were willing to donate to make it possible. And so all these people gave what they had to, to make it possible for the three of us to go out. And we started in Boston and uh, we did a little bit of American history. And then we went to to Sharon Vermont and Palmyra and we went to Kirtland and, and, and it kept going Missouri and the Nauvoo and, and just had this incredible virtual experience and we had, and we did on high five lives and then we created another group where 
people got to see behind the scenes and, and called High Five Live VIP for free. And we just loved every second of it and, and had, you know, thousands of people, right? I, I kind of like this. I like to, to say it was the biggest virtual or biggest church history tour ever, just because we yeah. had thousands of people just following us and, yeah. and uh, had so much fun doing it. And, and at the end of that, we were like, what if we did like high five life tours, uh, right? And once, you know, things got better, we, we could take people out. And, and so that's kind of the, how it started, right? And then this last, this last summer, summer of uh, 2021, we got to take a family trip out and had so much fun. And, and it was crazy, right? With with the world being the way it was, and 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 also us being new at it, right? We made we made some mistakes, but everyone was so kind and so gracious, and kind of that idea of Zion again, right? That there's there's when we go and we stand in these sacred places where I've heard Geraldine Lund say it this way: as as members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints, we have two holy lands, right? We have Jerusalem where the Savior walked, but then we also have these places, these church history sites where we know the Savior yes. showed up and He was there yes. too. Yep. And so I just love that idea and, and, and going to these places. And, and then again, we had the opportunity to do a senior trip. So juniors either going into their senior year or uh, seniors who just graduated their senior year. Oh, awesome. Okay, and cool. So we kind of open it up to those two age groups and, and if they want to come. And, and one more thing that I don't know was, was powerful to me is we also, for the youth, we wanted, it, it, obviously it's a 10 day trip. You're going all the way in. It's kind of expensive, right? Yeah, uh, but one of the things that we tried to do was reach out to again uh, more people who want to do good and and give, and we're able to get I think twelve scholarships wow. so that we could help pay for twelve kids that never would have really had the opportunity or the ability right to go on a trip like this, and and that was such a sweet experience. There's one girl who lost her dad from COVID, and we were able to to give her a scholarship and and another two girls right that were best friends and and one of the girls her mom and her dad both had cancer and, and the other girl there her family had some health challenges and anyways and then some some young men right who, who also had some struggles or families lost jobs because of covid or things like that and, and we were able to give these scholarships for these kids to go and and again that wasn't me right like it wasn't something yeah. but it was an army of of people who want to do good wow. and, and it was just so sweet. It's such a cool thing. And and I guess on that note, like one more thing that I've realized from all this experience, right, is that there are so many people doing good and so many people that want to do good and are just waiting for an opportunity or for Yes. Yep. Uh, and and I love that. And and I'm so glad that 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 you said that. And what an incredible experience to be able to go on this tour and, and, and you're offering them this summer, summer of 2022, right? Mm -hmm. to be able to go, I'm, uh, there's a few spots left for both the family and this junior senior. Is that right? Yep. So yeah. the family tour, we're taking two buses and, and Al Fox Caraway was going to be joining us along with a couple so other team members of mine, so Dave Palmer and, and Will Perez is also going to be there and it's going to be a blast it, again. So we, we, our motto for high five live tours is where fun and joy meet. It's not just a trip. It is an adventure, right? It, it is an experience. And uh, we do a lot of fun things as well. I mentioned the church history sites we go to like Palmyra and Avu Kirtland, but we also go to Niagara Falls. We start in New York city and, and go to this outlook in New York city. And we also go to the uh, roller coaster capital of the world, Cedar point, and just try to have fun and 
and and yeah we we love it so the senior or the family trip is almost full there are a few spots left open on our senior trip as well for those who are interested and we're gonna start um we have some scholarships as well that we're gonna start uh opening up here soon so so awesome and i i think that i mean what an incredible opportunity like you said to to yes learn about church history but but like you said, to meet new people from all across the United States and how that Zion mind is, it's one heart, one mind, but that we can all love each other for who we are. We don't all have yeah. to be the same to be one heart and one mind. And we all don't have to be doing the same things. And and everyone, like you said, can do good in their own way. And I, I think that's such a neat thing that people are willing to sponsor kids to do stuff like this. I mean, that's just incredible. And that person that whether it was anonymous or not, you know, that, that sponsors someone to do something like this is doing as much good than I'll ever do doing a podcast or singing or whatever. Like it, it's, it's about, it's about changing lives and, 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 and spreading as much light and goodness as we can just infusing the world with, with Christ's love. And yeah. I, you're doing such an incredible job of that, Corey. High Five Live is so much fun. Tell people where they can go to watch it, tell people again where they can go to check out the tours and what they do and how they can kind of follow you and, and keep in contact with you. And, and FSY, are you doing it this year too? I believe so. Uh, okay. but, but I don't know what week or anything like that. I'll, okay. I'll sign that to me, but I hope so because we loved it. So yeah, High Five Live on Facebook is where we do our, our nightly. And actually some days we have two messages going. And so it's H-I-F-I-V-E live, right? And spelled out there. And then for the tours, it's high number five. So H-I number five live tours.com. And there you can find out information about our family trip and 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 our senior trip as well. And, and some other events that we'll have coming up. And yeah. So those are those, those are those areas and just love, love. I think one of my favorite things, Carmen, about doing this is all the good people, including yourself. So thank you for all the good that you're doing and thank you for the opportunity to be here and, and to, to share hopefully a thing or two that it helps or inspires or does some good. And so you're incredible. Thank you. Thank you so much, Corey. I feel the exact same way about you. This is one of the funnest things about being able to do these podcasts that I get to meet incredible people and highlight them and talk about all the good that they're doing. And it's, it's just, it, it's so fun. And I just feel like there is so much good in the world. And sometimes that gets overshadowed by all the bad stuff. Satan wants us to think that life is doom and gloom and it is not. It's hope and light and goodness and, and, and Jesus Christ, it, it, light will always overrule darkness and there's always more good if you look for it sometimes you have to look for it harder but i hope to be a voice for that and i know that you are doing the exact same thing thank you so much for coming on today Corey, and for all the good that you're doing with high five life my pleasure thank you thanks for listening to this episode of doing good with carmen herbert if you'd like to hear more from carmen and get brand new full-length talks that you can't get anywhere else from some of your favorite speakers like john by the way meg johnson and hank smith you can exclusively inside our turtle house and when you join today you can get two months free when you sign up for an annual plan just go to ourturtlehouse.com to get started thanks again for listening and we'll see you back here for another episode next week